Hello and welcome to the Switching to Plan B podcast. I'm Robin. I'm Jumbo. And today we'll be reviewing the Great British Grand Prix. The Great British Bake Off. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to go into. The, the Great, great Britain. Is it not great? Is it just a British? I would just say British. I don't know where the great ever's come from. I don't know why. Why is it Great Britain? Oh, you wouldn't say Great British. That's how you say Bake Off. I think I'm going to keep this in as well. <laughs> the Great British F1 race. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Switching to Plan B podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Jumbo. And today we'll be reviewing the British Grand Prix. With another crazy crash, Sainz gets his first win and Mick picks up his first F1 points. Tires are okay for plan B. What an exciting race. I know, it's great, wasn't it? I really enjoyed that. It was, it kept us on the edge of our seats, didn't it? There wasn't really a point where you're like, oh, this is getting a little bit boring. There's always someone chasing someone down. Yeah. We had multiple safety car. We had a red flag. We even had some track protesters. It literally had everything. Everything. everything it was want. an event. I feel like they probably listened to last week's pod. Just Silverstone went, do you know what? He said it wasn't a top five tracks. Let's Jumbo, make it. Yeah. Let, let's, let's prove him wrong. <laughs> it's going to be an absolute banger. And everyone's going to be like, Jumbo, mate, what are you doing? Um, not that we get that many listeners, so I doubt they even listen to it. But it definitely proved me wrong. Yeah. It, it was. It's probably the best race of the year so far. I, I would agree. Yeah. It, it was It was really good. Um, which I'm just trying to think where we would start. I guess, first thing, the crash. Yeah, huge, huge so it crash. Was, it was crazy. Well, we were watching it, weren't we? And um, obviously it went into turn one. And we're following, as you normally do, you follow the cars going into turn one, the, the leaders. And then I went... You could see something in the background. And I went, I think that's a car upside down. Yeah. And I, I didn't process it properly. And then obviously I was like, oh, that can't have been good. And then we didn't... See, obviously red flagged it. And we didn't see anything for ages. And you saw so many cars damage and you thought, oh my goodness, was this just one crash? It turns out that it was two separate things, but it was like something really big must have happened. Mm. And it wasn't that big uh, a crash, to be honest, when you looked at it as in on Sorry, track. Sorry, I'm just smirking at this point because I'm trying to work out where you're going with this because I thought this was flipping massive. Yes, but like on track, when you look at Russell, he kind of just clipped the back of Joe. Yeah, but you can't remember the speeds they're going at, Robin, though. And then, yeah, I know. I know the speeds they're going. But my first reaction was that it was going to be something a lot bigger than that on track. Does that make sense? Okay, I see what you mean. Like, on track, it wasn't that big a thing. It was more the reaction of the car that was quite crazy. Yeah, the, the, the physics of it. I think that's the thing that, that got me surprised about it. Because I guess you're right. Normally, if, you, if you'd hit, if you tag a rear wheel to your front wheel, you're going to... Spin. Spin them, yeah. The way how it flipped was yeah. the thing that I was... It, it's not a normal thing when it when you look at... Oh, yeah, okay. I see what you mean from that instance. But, do you know, I, I still can't believe that we're sitting there now, a couple of hours after the race. The fact that he, he was walking. Yeah. Like half an hour to an hour after that After instant. the race, you saw him and he was just chatting. He was chatting to Stefano Domenicali, who is the F1 chairman or F1... He's not CEO, but... I think he might be CEO. He's not the owner, but he's the CEO of F1. Um, and he, he, he obviously looks a bit shaken. Um, 
Actually, what we probably should explain, if you haven't seen it, I'll try and do a detailed um, analysis of it. So basically, uh, Russell got a bad start, didn't he? Started P8, got a bad start on the hard tyres. Joe also got a bad start next to him. I think, I think they were saying that quite a lot of drivers got bad start. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was Latifi went straight through the middle of the two. Yeah. So there's a bit of a gap. Um, and then I think Gazi tried to follow them through and that obviously gap closed because Russell's like, I'm not going to let another car through. Yeah. Kind of um, got sandwiched with Gasly and that sent him sort of to the left and it hit Joe's rear. Yeah. Um, sort of flipped him up in the air and he was sort of rolling towards the barrier. Yeah. Um, Russell was spinning around at this time. Um, and then it almost like he was on his, he was on the roof of the car. Um, and normally they're very strong. I don't know how the listeners, I don't know how much you know about F1 cars, but they have a, a roll cage or a roll hoop as they call it in F1, which is like a, the top triangle of the car, basically where the engine cover is, is structurally ridiculously strong, basically. Like they put so much force through that when it tested to make sure that actually stays up because if the car rolls it's not going to be on the driver's head mm-hmm. yeah um but surprisingly that actually failed yeah so it shows you the magnitude of that impact they actually yeah. failed which i haven't really seen for a long time so, so luckily that, they had he still had the halo luckily the, I think the that's halo what, was there yeah um because actually that took a lot of the load because it's actually like just grinding along the bottom, yeah. On, on essentially on the halo. Um, and some of the drivers, like Russell, actually sits slightly above the halo. So you think if that was a taller driver like Ocon or Russell or Latifi, they might have just actually been their helmet like scratching yeah. along. Yeah. Um, it'll be a bit like Cool Runnings. Have you ever seen that film where they sort of, um, the bobsay's gone over and they're sort of scratching their helmets on the ice? Not quite like that because I think they're probably going quicker, or Joe is going quicker. But the fact that it then hit that and then it jumped over, Joe jumped over the barriers going back That's to Joe. That's what the scary part was, I think. Yeah, and then it got caught in the, the catch fencing, which obviously does its job. It stopped that car. It was still shifting at that point when it yeah. flipped up over the barrier. Um, luckily there was no marshals standing there because that's where the marshals are. That's a little runway for the marshals. So yeah. again, that was lucky. But I know my mate sent me a picture of the actual car. Photographers actually got it where Joe's still in the car. It's absolute state. That car's absolute yeah, state yeah. and as we said the fact that he's able just to walk away we didn't walk away um he was on a stretcher i think he was on a stretcher yeah but he didn't even send him to hospital no and then there's obviously the second part of that crash which we um you alluded to earlier is that i think bottas his teammate i saw there was something going on and sort of broke um and then album was behind him and stopped and then vettel went into the back of album and album's almost just immediately went right from the momentum straight into the pit wall really fast yeah um and actually he he seemed to be worse off than joe was yeah he got sent to hospital i think they said he went to coventry hospital which i think is about half an hour away yeah but he got sent by via by uh, helicopter yeah so he can get him there quick i think it was just precautionary and at this current time i haven't heard any update at all no they've but i'm assuming said. that he's okay yeah because we haven't heard anything worse you would think that we would know if he was in some sort of danger you would yeah. think but yeah it was it was quite a scary first lap and obviously the thing that i never like is that when we we watched a grosjean one obviously there's a big fireball and all that and i, th- I remember saying to you well, that's a big one i haven't seen fire in f1 crashes for a long time yeah um but at least we saw replays of that fairly quickly with this we didn't see anything for flipping ages and you were thinking this is not good yeah and they was saying that Joe was still in the car and it just kind of made it sound... We didn't... At the, this point, we didn't know that the car was between the barrier. No, we um, didn't know anything. So 
um i was thinking why why has he still not been able to get out you know yeah um but obviously it was because it was tricky that he was like sandwiched mm. but yeah yeah that was eventful the um the other thing i just remembered is that george obviously george russell was part of that incident um i do think it was a racing incident i don't think it, i don't obviously george hasn't intentionally gone to do that he's not going to ruin his race or gas or anything like that um he did the human thing of oh my goodness Joe's gone over the barrier. I'm going to stop my car and just check he's okay sort of thing. Yeah. Almost Senna-esque when there's been, you know, there's old footage where Senna stopped his car to get out to check the other drivers and stuff like that. Um, but I do feel a bit harsh on him. Like he got out of the car, checked Joe was okay, got back in his car, obviously couldn't start it. And then he said he went to go and speak to Mercedes to try and work out how to do it. Obviously red flag, there's no racing. And at that point, the marshal had moved his car to a point where he got outside assistance, which then meant he couldn't re-enter the race. So I did feel a little bit sorry for Russell in terms of that. Yeah, it's his home race as well, which makes it a bit a bit of a shame that he didn't get to race. Mm. If that was me, I think I would have done the exact same thing. You would have seen him being like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, especially because Russell did have an involvement in it. Yeah, you'd feel a little bit. You probably would be like, oh my goodness, what have I done? Yeah. 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 So we've got the crashes, red flag immediately. Yeah. Uh, which was quite quick by FIA. I think it was fairly obvious though, yeah. wasn't it? I think you are right. I'm, I'm someone that is quite critical of the FIA for being a bit slow. So that, that was better by them. So yeah, fair play to them. Yeah. Um, which then led to a restart. Yeah, this was a bit strange, wasn't it? Because I feel like I understand why they've done what they did in terms of they basically reset the whole grid. But I do feel sorry for... Max, who got Carlos going into turn one. Yeah. So Max technically lead him, but then he went back to second. And yeah. Lewis, who was fifth, who then ended up third, I think it was. Yeah, the he restart. was third. Yeah. And I was a bit like, it's a little bit harsh on these people that have done quite well to then reset them. Send them back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think the reason was because they hadn't finished the first lap and it was as yeah. the laps are finished. That's I th- how I think it, it was actually, they hadn't even done the first sector. So yeah. that's why they hadn't actually got any timings at all before it red flag. Because you're right, they did red flag it so quick that they hadn't actually got any sort yeah. of timing. So it wasn't about where things were when the red flag was. It was literally like, what was the last lap, which it hadn't been one. So it starts from the beginning. But they also still do this stupid rule as well, where you can change your tyres. So technically, Max started on the softs and then he was allowed to start on the mediums, which then means that he... If it, in theory, actually, if he'd put on the hearts, he wouldn't have had to stop at all for the whole race because yeah. technically he would have used two compounds. So I, I still feel like that rule's wrong. Yeah, I mean, and the cars that had been involved in the crashes, they were able to get new I, I tires agree with that. and all the stuff. I agree with because that. Because like, they were damaged. Like, like Ocon, I think he, he broke his some of the suspension or the track rod, yeah. the steering yeah, arm yeah. or something like that. And they, they repaired that. And I kind of thought, oh, you know, it was about half an hour delay or something because of the red flag. Yeah, they had to fix. Well, they had to get the car out. Yeah, so and then obviously check all the safety stuff, so the barriers and all that. And I do kind of feel like that makes sense in my head that you would allow them to repair the cars so they're in the race. But I just feel like you shouldn't be able to use it as a pit stop. So it shouldn't actually have an outcome on the race. As far as I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm aware, as soon as you suspend the race with a red flag, they shouldn't be able to. That shouldn't have any effect on the race. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, but that's not the rules. So. No. Um, the second time around, signs got a better start. I think a lot of the cars probably got a better start. Yeah. Um, which meant that he led the race for a little bit. He got his elbows out, didn't he? He did. It was actually quite good driving. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to see. 
He gave um, Max a little bit of his own medicine, doesn't he? Because Max is a no-nonsense sort of driver. He will push you yeah, and almost, yeah. almost to the point where it's like, I'm going to let the stewards make a decision on this. Yeah. He's going to do it. And then if the stewards agree, then okay, I'll give the, the thing back. Because I think back. most of the time he does get away with some he of the things. He pushes it for yeah, me, I yeah. think. Um, it's, it's quite aggressive. And he doesn't think it's aggressive, which I think is quite funny. But that, that's, that's how he's wired. And that's, that's fine, I guess. But... Um, yeah, I do feel like sometimes he, uh, he probably does take it a bit too far for me personally. Yeah, so Max did get ahead of signs, uh, but then drove over some debris, uh, which damaged his car. You saw it. It was it was quite weird because we didn't know that he had done that. And then all of a sudden, signs just pulls out in front of him. And you're like, there's something wrong with Max's car. Yeah, I remember watching because it was weird because signs had the little moment, didn't he? going through Maggots and Beckett's and that's how Verstappen got past. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually the same sort of bit, I, I want to say maybe like four or five laps later. And I was looking at the time delta, I was going, they're catching Max all of a sudden. And then all you saw in the shot that Max was just all of a sudden there going really slow. Yeah. It was it was really strange, wasn't it? And um, yeah, it just totally destroyed his floor apparently. And that's yeah. where how the new cars work, all the, the aero stuff. It still did is. really well for someone who had damaged floor to get P7. Though. Yeah, it is. When you think about it, the fact that he didn't DNF and he managed to still get some points, what, six points P7, I think, that's that's crucial yeah. for the World Championship. Absolutely yeah. vital. So that's basically, instead of chucking away 25 points, you're only chucking away 19 points today, really, at worst. Yeah. And then we've got, there's there has been quite a lot happening in the, in the race, so I'm just picking out kind of, I think, the key things. Yeah, as I, there was. Because like, yeah, there was loads of stuff, but... We had a few collisions with uh, Gasly and Yuki. Yeah. They showed us one. Uh, it looks like Yuki lost the rear um, and they both spun out of, of the track. And then they said where Yuki then got five second penalty for that. Causing a collision, um, yeah. And then um, it was mentioned that there was another one. Turn 15. But they didn't show it to us. They didn't show it. Um, but it did result in Gasly then. I don't think it was that point but Gasly did end up uh, end up uh, retiring the car so yeah. it must have been something from those yeah I think so the first one was quite actually cool to see because it looked like they'd spun in tandem almost wasn't it yeah, they did pirouettes yeah. uh, in sync which was quite interesting to see but it's actually like Yuki. aerobics yeah yeah synchronized swimming or synchronized diving <laughs> or something like that yeah um, something like that <laughs> I don't, it obviously wasn't intended because they lost no. a couple of positions but yeah yeah a bit of a rookie error Yuki, he does, he does have that, doesn't he? he, he I think it's his, do you think it's his temper? He does get really angry. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it enough to really go. I think, I think actually, if he didn't lose the rear of the car, he might have actually made that pass. Yeah, maybe. Um, I didn't hear much from Gasly at all. No, we didn't. But uh, that was a bad weekend for AlphaTauri just yeah, in general. Yeah. The fact that they had both of them. And I think. Yuki then finished quite low down. So, yeah. Um, yeah, not good. Um, I couldn't remember what brought out the safety car again. Uh, That's Esteban Ocon. Oh, having, yeah, yeah. Uh, power, power loss or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, which then kind of bunched everyone together. Mm. Uh, loads of people pitted. Yeah. Soft tires. Um, I want to say it was most of the grid, actually. By this point, we had so many retired cars as well. So, I, th I think it was actually the only one that didn't was Leclerc. Yeah, so that's what I was going to go on to. Leclerc Norris. stayed out with hard tires. Yeah, he was P one, and then the fight between him and the other top five, four, top four, 
was quite interesting for those last like 10 laps. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, just just going back a bit. So when the safety car came out, I think we were watching Sky and I think uh, Karun, Karun Chanduk was um, sort of showing it. They had about nine seconds before he got to the pit pit lane, essentially, the, the, the cutoff point. Yeah. Where they could have called him in. They could have. And even if you think about it, uh, Norris came in a lot later. Yeah. Um, so I want to say he then made it round and then pitted. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Ricardo pitted first and he still managed to get time to do it. So I'm pretty sure um, they would have had time to do it. I think they made a, the wrong call there. I also feel like the other thing we're forgetting is that Leclerc actually got a bit of damage with Checo early on because it ended up in Checo having to stop, didn't it? He was basically in that yeah. battle and then he had to stop. Yeah. Um, and he was way down, way down. I think he was actually last. He I was say last he was like at one 17th point. or 16th. Yeah. Um, but obviously Leclerc lost a little bit of his front end plate yeah. on his front wing, um, which didn't actually seem to do too much damage overall. They said he would have lost a bit of downforce, but actually his pace was pretty good, actually, It was pretty good, it? yeah. But yeah, obviously they didn't stop him. Everyone else stopped. And yeah, that, that kind of ruined... Leclerc's chance to win the fact that they didn't stop him yeah because as you say like Sainz stopped and then Hamilton and Checo and all those people stopped behind which and is a shame because I think he wanted to close the gap between him and, and Verstappen for the world championship but at the same time it was really nice to see Sainz win his first race yeah it was and I think he didn't really do too much wrong in my opinion no he, we've talked about this before but once you get that first one done um, and he got the first pole this week, his yeah. first pole, got first race win. It just kind of puts that to bed yeah. mentally. And you just kind of, he's going to use this to push forward. Like we've seen with other drivers, they've, they've used that to propel them forward and they've just yeah. gone on to the next level. Yeah. Um, so that, that he knows really now that see. he can do it. Yeah. Um, so there won't be that like mental block. Yeah. So obviously we kind of missed out a little bit, but then they restarted after the safety car, didn't they? Um, yes. And obviously, science got past Leclerc quite easy because Leclerc was on old hard tyres. Yeah. It was a little bit like Abu Dhabi, where Lewis was on hard tyres and, and Max, Max was on brand yeah. new soft. Yeah, it was a little bit like that. Um, but then Hamilton managed to stay P2, whereas Leclerc moved down because there was yeah. such good. It was such good racing. Oh, we were. Perez made his way up, um, yeah. fighting Hamilton, and then they both got ahead of Leclerc at one point, but it was just such good driving where all the all the drivers were fighting for their position. Yeah. Up until like the last moment. Yeah. And, but the, the thing that was really cool to see that it was actually very respectful. Everyone gave each other space. They didn't squeeze each other too much and all of that. There was nothing overly aggressive. Yes. I think Checo, there was two that he was sort of being looked into. Yeah. Um, one of them was for, pushing Hamilton wide, which I kind of felt like that was fair enough. Like, I don't think there's much wrong in that. Um, I actually think Checo's quite a good wheel-to-wheel racer. Yeah. As is Lewis and Leclerc. They, they were fantastic in this. All yeah. three of them were so good. Um, but the one that I think there's a big question mark over for me is the one where they're going into the final chicane and you've got Leclerc and Checo battling. And Checo's actually missed the corner. He, all four wheels are off the track. Yeah, He's gained yeah, an yeah. advantage past Leclerc. He's actually pushed Leclerc slightly wide. And then Hamilton out of nowhere just gone, yonk, and got both of them. Yeah. I'm, I was going nuts at this point. Because yeah. I was thinking, this is amazing. This, this driving is so good. But obviously then Checo got, managed to stay ahead of Leclerc. 
at that point. Yes. So I was did. like, he's gained an advantage. That's a five second time penalty. Yeah. In Which my book. the stewards are looking into, I think. I, I, I can see them giving that, but uh, it's a bit of a shame if they do, just because you've got the podium and yeah. all of that. Like, it, it's annoying when they don't decide things straight away. I, I don't get why you can't. For me, that's quite obvious. I love Checo, by the way. I've got nothing against him, but I do think that as soon as you all four wheels go off the track, you can't gain an advantage. And if you've blocked someone, pushed someone off the track because you then went off the track and all of that, like, it's just... To me, that's relatively straightforward. Yeah, like, but they do seem like they are quite grey areas within the sport. I, I think that's quite... I, I agree. They they do... They make it a grey They make area it grey. Because I think because that's quite black and white. Yeah, because sometimes they, they give you penalties for it and other times they don't. So, which is why last year, uh, Fernando Alonso, he started pushing drivers out of, of tracks. Oh, he started doing the track limits. So the, the, yeah. the bollards at Russia, wasn't it? He just went straight off. The, oh, yeah. And also, no, yeah. No, he was pushing... Uh, Austra- um, America. That's where he pushed Kimi wide and... And um, uh, Joe Manazzi yeah. with Alfa Romeo. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. And it, but it's mad that the drivers kind of have to take it into their own hands. I still feel like that's not cleared up enough. No. Um, and that's what I was saying. Because uh, today, I'm not sure if Perez will get the five-second penalty or not. I think looking at the timings, if he does, I think that promotes Leclerc to third. So it wouldn't surprise me if Ferrari pushed that. Yeah. Chased that a little bit. I, I, I think it's, I think they probably won't now because I think we would have heard some noises. Um, but they are notoriously quite slow, aren't they? Uh, Gunter did mention something about the... See, I wondered if they, if they protest Max because right. Max was quite aggressive on that last corner. Yeah. I think Mac, um, uh, Mick was going to have a run at him and Max kind of just shut it off. He can do it, but I think it's quite aggressive that to the point where Mac... Uh, so I'm confused with so many M's now, uh, where Mick kind of had to back off. Right, okay. So I'm not sure if it's something like that or they're thinking the Checo scenario, they're not sure, but I think for Checo me, Checo's, shouldn't, Checo's shouldn't is only a five seconds at, at worst for me. Yeah, yeah. So um, from that fight, mm. uh, we got Perez in P2, which is amazing, seen as he did go all the way down to, I don't know, P16. I think it was, I think it was last. Essentially it was the last, order, I just yeah. don't remember how many cars were still in. I think it was 17 at that yeah, point. Yeah, so 17, P17 to P2 is is amazing. Yeah, and I think the safety car always help, is going to help him out in that situation, but, yeah, you know, that, that Red Bull is fast. It's always going to be up there. The way it just... After the, what would you call it when you can start going after the safety car? The restart. Again. After the restart, I guess. Um, the the way he just, you thought that the fight was between Leclerc and Hamilton and... Signs. Signs. And then all of a sudden you just get Paris coming in yeah. and you're like, oh my goodness, he's so fast. Yeah. I just just kind of forgot about Checo because yeah. he's thought, oh, his race is gone. Yeah, he's not going to be there. I told, you he know just I was, slowly made his way back up. Yeah. And you just weren't really looking at it. I do I do wonder if the commentary, and obviously Sky and the whole British Grand Prix, I think we kind of got lost a little bit with the whole, oh, British, Lewis could win it for the British crowd and all of this. And we kind of right. totally disregarded, oh, that's a, that's a red ball behind him. That is absolutely rapid. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know why we didn't, that wasn't mentioned much prior to going into the safety car. Because I think we're thinking, oh, the Ferraris are up there. Checo's been last and all that. Maybe it's just that. There was also a bit of a, a fight between, I wouldn't say too much, but um, Hamilton and Norris, um, because Norris was just behind him. Oh, yeah. He then fell back after the pitting. Yeah. So this was before the safety car. Um, but yeah, 
Alonso I, as well. Alonso was great in that as well. Yeah. I think those, what was it? We had Leclerc, Checo, Lewis, Alonso. And Norris. And Norris. I was thinking those five drivers, yeah. they're, they're some of the best wheel-to-wheel drivers on yeah, the track. Yeah, and they were all quite close together, obviously, yeah. because of the safety car. Um, yeah, it was quite it was quite interesting to watch. But yeah, I, I just the other thing I was going to say, we, we totally missed this, but Lewis's pace, actually before the safety car, he may have even caught up to the Ferraris anyway, just on raw pace, because that Mercedes looked really, relatively quick today again. Yeah, it did look really good. Um, I, think, I think he was doing well before before the safety car. Um, he was making his way up. He wasn't too far away from Had them. a bit of a slow stop though, didn't he? I think that's what Ted said, 4.5 seconds or something. Yeah. Which I think is why he dropped too far back behind them. Right, okay. And then obviously warming up the tyres. Obviously it takes a little while with these new tyres. Yeah. Um, it's going to be even worse next year because no tyre blankets at all. Yeah, so that's gonna I, I be didn't know about that. I, yeah, I, I wonder why, if we can understand a bit more about why they, why they, they decided to make that rule. Um, just wanted to finish off with signs getting his win we're big fan boys aren't we, we big are. fan boys and we've girls been, we've been hoping for it since the first race this year yeah well <laughs> once we knew that ferrari were sort of in the title battle um we were like this week signs is gonna win and, and funny enough we've almost just gone oh, maybe he's not gonna do it he's not quite as quick as leclerc i still don't think he is got as quite no, as quick as leclerc. I, think, I think leclerc stepped up this year yes um, I think you do when you're kind of fighting for the title. Mm. Um, but I think everything kind of went in Sainz's favour this week, um, this weekend, I think. So, yeah. I feel like, you know, when you see people and they go, I've got nothing to lose now. I, I, it doesn't matter what happens. He's almost got to that point where he's almost taking the pressure off himself, where he's trying to be as quick as a clerk and sort of just relaxed a little bit. And it's just happened. Yeah. Similar to Mick today. It's just happened. He qualified 19th, Mick. Sort of relaxed. Didn't make any stupid mistakes. And finished 8th. Yeah. And he just, you know, it, I think sometimes it's your brain is your worst enemy. Sometimes you just need to relax and have faith in what you're doing. Because going back to science, in qualifying, he didn't think it was a good lap. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, how did I get P1 when uh, it wasn't just, a good lap? His natural ability is just taken over. It's almost second nature that he was Sometimes you can overthink it and just make it worse for yourself. Yeah. And I think that is just starting to have a little bit of belief in himself he's a little bit more relaxed obviously this win will help him and yeah i, I think he i'm not going to say he's in this title fight but if he keeps performing like he is i think you know by the time this, the the summer break comes around he may be that much closer to putting that pressure on on max and and the red balls i think yeah yeah should we do race rundown so as always just to make sure we haven't missed anyone out we'll do race rundown so we got uh carlos p1 get in there carlos Absolutely buzzing for him, really. Yeah. Um, even now, just it's so good. It is so, it's so good. Uh, Checo P two, that is solid. A, a ridiculous result, really. Good, yeah. Uh, Lewis P three. Uh, Leclerc will be disappointed with that. Uh, P four. I still think that's that's a decent result, though. He's still taking some points off Max. Yeah. Uh, Fernando P five again, great result. Not in my fantasy. That's why he's doing so well. Lando P6, actually, that's, that is a solid result. This battle between Alpine and McLaren is starting to heat up a little bit as yeah, well now, isn't yeah. it? Uh, Max Verstappen, great recovery drive. Bear in mind, he basically didn't have a floor, it sounds like. Uh, P7. Mick was only two tenths behind Max at the end. Yeah. For P8. So, yeah, uh, great result for, for Mick there. Happy to see him pick up some points. Because uh, he does seem like a genuinely nice guy. I don't know if he's got F1 pace still. Sometimes I question that, but just a nice guy you yeah. always want to see the nice guys do well so um yeah very happy for him 
Seb, P9, um, probably about where you'd expect Seb to be. Doing better than they have done, to be fair. Yeah, and I still think that he's a step above Lance. Yeah. L- Lance, I don't know. I don't know what's gone wrong for Lance. I thought he's got a lot of potential, but it's just not really happening. No. Um, since he's gone to Aston Martin, he's not really there. P10 was Kevin Magnussen. Again, more points for Haas. Yeah. They're going to be absolutely delighted with that result for the team. Uh, Lance Stroll was P11 in that other Aston Martin. As we say, just not quite there. I think he actually qualified last, actually. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely, I think they, Martin Brando even said on the grid, you know, do, do you know why your car is there, basically? And he said, yeah. And that was the only answer you got from him. So obviously they, they know what's going on with the car. They just need to sort of sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nicholas Latifi qualified very well. I think he's P10, wasn't he? Yeah, and that's, at one point he was even P8 during the race. So that was quite nice to see. Um, again, another... Another nice guy. Um, shame he couldn't finish that in the points uh, and ended up P12. Um, Daniel Ricciardo. <sighs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say anymore. I, I just feel like he does not like the McLaren car. They just don't seem to... Every now and then things click, but more races than not, it just doesn't. It, it, it's the strangest thing, isn't it? Because on paper, they get along. Him and Lando seem to get along. He likes the team. He likes the McLaren brand, all of that stuff. He gets along and then he gets in the car and he's so far off Norris yeah. that it's just like, I don't get it. And you're thinking he's been in this car for a year and a half now. I know. Yeah. And to be honest, I wouldn't say that Norris is that much better than, On than paper, Ricardo. No, no, like Ricardo is a really good driver. I mean, he's won eight Grand Prix. Like you don't do that as a bad driver. Does that no, make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the most peculiar thing. I don't fully get it. Um, but I hope that that turns around for him. But, you know, I, I just don't know if it will now. It just keeps going on and on, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, P14 is Yuki. And that was actually the last of the, the running cars. So yeah. we cars that went out were Ocon, Gasly, Bottas. Again, Bottas didn't really have another good weekend. Actually, no. Joe was doing much better than him. Joe qualified in the top 10, I think. I think Joe qualified ninth. Mm. So I'm someone that's been quite critical of him. I said he would start the season while and just sort of fade away. And I just thought he's not going to get anywhere near it. But... You know, he's actually someone that's really starting to put his foot down in that team. and actually, He's getting solid results. He's and it's pushing quite good. Bottas as yeah. well, which I didn't think that he would be doing. So, yeah, um, obviously the, the main thing from the weekend is that he seems absolutely fine after that horrific crash. Yeah. Um, so that is the main thing from that. Uh, George Russell uh, was another one that didn't finish. A bit of a shame because of what Lewis did in his Mercedes. He might have been able to do something. Yeah, and it also broke his streak of being... P5 or above in all the races so far. Yeah, I, I apologize, George. I did say that this would be the, the race where it didn't you didn't get in the top five. Yeah. Um so my bad. Um I didn't want to be right. I never want to be right with my predictions unless it's the winner. Um or it's a good surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry about that, George. Uh as we said, Joe Ganyu was also another one. And Alex Albon at this point still haven't heard anything, um, but we're hoping he's okay. And he's fit for next week's Austrian Grand Prix, hopefully. Yes. Um, and in the provisional notes, obviously Lewis Hamilton got the fastest lap. Tires are okay for plan B. So we've got another question this week from Brad. Uh, um, and this is quite a good question, I thought. Um, if you were invited to, a, to tour an F1 team's factory, what do you think you'd be most interested to see? Um, Brad seems to think it's obviously the simulator. 
um, but also the paint shop. Yeah. Oh, first off, hi, Brad. Um, thanks for, the other qu- for another question. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with both those. The simulator, I'm, I'd like to have a go on, but I'm not overly fussed about that because I feel like some of the racing games you can get now, obviously not the same because these are multi-billion pound simulators. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you can kind of get close-ish to that. Um, you're right, though. The paint shop has a, sometimes a bit of a livery nerd. I think the paint shop will be cool to see. I've always wanted to do that, like proper paint shop stuff. I've done stuff with spray cans and stuff like that. The only other one that I'd really like to do, because I'm a bit of a technical nerd as well, is the sort of the CFD and the aerodynamics, like getting in the wind tunnel and seeing that sort of stuff. Yes, that would be I think that would be really cool. Because a paint shop, you can kind of see that anywhere. That's my only thinking. I know it's an F1 car, but oh, you want to see like things that you wouldn't see in another factory. Right, yeah. Because, yeah. Mine was more, not necessarily how things are built, but you've see, we've seen a little bit of McLaren uh, mm. factory. I think it's like when they show Lando there or, or Daniel Ricciardo. Um, I think it was more like the promotional stuff before the race, the, the, the season starts. Okay. You see that they have all the... Oh, it might have been Drive Survive when Ricardo joined all the old cars. Uh, Mer, yeah, Mer, MTC, the McLaren Technology Center, where they've got, um, yeah, all yeah, of them. And yeah, and like to just walk there and see them all. The history. Yeah, that would be so cool. I do wonder, so you've got some of these old sort of leather cars. Do you reckon like, you know, you know, you see those adverts where you've got like foot odor and it's just the old shoes smell a bit funny. Do you reckon they have to go around spraying these older cars? Because I reckon, let's be honest, you're driving flipping fast. You're going to let a, you know, a fart lo- let, let loose in, in the seat in there. <laughs> That's not where I thought so, you were so, going with this. So I'm just saying like, you know, you've got maybe like Mika Hakkinen's farts somewhere in that seat. Like they're going to come out eventually. So like, do they have to go around like spraying just to make sure it smells nice? I was like, that technology center is going to stink, isn't it? When you walk in, you go, oh, blimey. Like, yeah. Um, I would have thought sweat is probably more uh, yeah. what's going to be making it smell. Um, but I do think that they probably clean them. Yeah, they, they must do. They must do something with it. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, as we said, it's going to stink of farts and sweats in there. It's yeah. not going to be a nice place to go to work, is it? No. It's going to smell like some old man's shoe. Yeah. Although you don't fart in your shoes. No. Um, You've got some real problems if you do. It's, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm thinking, yeah, definitely see that. And um, just the testing things like... You, you see a little bit on Drive to Survive, they have like a, a room with an engine and just, you know, where they're building stuff. Yeah. Just just kind of seeing that. Do you know the other one, now I'm thinking about this, is Williams have like a whole pit crew testing yeah. thing where the wheel comes in and they go... Yeah. And then do, oh, that, I'd love to go on that as well. You didn't mention that last week. Did I not? No. Oh. You should have mentioned that. Yeah, I should have done with the pit stops. Anyway, yeah. yeah, they obviously have that facility where the wheel comes in, they take it off. And I do all think that. they show that on Drive to Survive. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, have I'd a go like on that. those. Do you reckon they'd let us? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. As long as we don't break anything. Yeah, I don't think you would break it, would you? I don't know. I'm looking at you. I reckon <laughs> you'd find a way. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of stuff I break, yeah. Well, was, we had food earlier and like three gallons of salt seemed to have fallen into the pasta. You nearly died. It was so salty. <laughs> Something like that might happen. Like you just knock over. That wasn't even the worst one. What was the worst one? All the pepper fell. Oh, on the, the pepper as well for dinner. Yeah, so I had to, I had to like brush it was lunch off. and dinner. That was messed I had to, up. This I had week. to brush it. So loads of salt for lunch and loads of pepper for dinner. 
Goodness. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But anyway, no, I was just looking at you thinking, yeah, you you may break something. Yeah. And then we'll get a bill for like a million pounds because we've broken something really expensive. We'd have to like, I don't know. Imagine that as a business expense. <laughs> Doing a tax return, yeah. Minus a million. <laughs> Broke um, William's pick stop machine. Oh, would it be worth that much? I don't know. The amount of money that they spend in these F1 teams yeah. and facilities yeah. is crazy. Anyway, going back to the question. So you, you're saying you'd quite like just the whole feel of the, the environment of it. Yeah, just the historic kind of see, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. So I, I've been to factories before, not obviously not car factories. And I was impressed by the smallest things. Like one of the factories I went to have little robot cars that take the boxes from one area yeah, to another area. Yeah. I was and they had lanes so we couldn't walk where the lanes were yeah and i was like oh my goodness this is amazing and it's just literally a little machine that takes a box to another to another yeah. area of the of the factory it, so it were little things like that that i just think it'd be so cool to see like how they operate yeah i reckon those machines they i reckon they take like coffee to like toto wolf or something a mercedes no just like there, <laughs> Just a little machine. They're not that good. Just a machine called Bob. Which like goes around. Like they do Bob. have sensors, so if something stops in front of them, they stop. Yeah. And then uh, they wait. But, but obviously, that then causes um, delays and, and money loss and things. So. Yeah. But obviously, this is F one. Like you, you're expecting these facilities to be mad. Like Red Bull's facilities, I reckon, are insane. Like yeah. you see a little bit in Drive to Survive, but obviously they're building in the whole new engine facility and all of that. I reckon yeah. that is going to be insane. And also like Aston Martin's building oh, their yeah. new campus. Yeah, that, I'm that, calling it campus because it looks like it's a massive yeah, development. The, the plans look huge. Yeah, so that would probably have like state of the art. I think they're everything. even getting a wind tunnel in there. Are they? Yeah. Uh, the wind tunnels fascinate me because I kind of want to just go in there with the car just to see how strong the wind is as well. <laughs> I'm going to assume very strong. Yeah. Although we, we do live somewhere where it's pretty windy as well. <laughs> so it's probably just like going outside here. So um, yeah. Um, yeah, so you said, sorry, you said historic stuff, Brad said paint shop, and I would probably go with like, the, you know, the wind tunnels, the technology yeah. sort of building stuff sort of side of it, I think. Yeah, um, that sounds cool. If, uh, if you've got any, um, anything that you want to see in the factories, let us know in the comments. I yeah. think that'd be interesting to see what other people would like. I'm sure there's a big section that we've missed out probably. That, it, that will be obvious when yeah. someone mentions it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, also, if you've got your, any questions you want to chat to us like Brad did, um, YouTube and Instagram is probably the best way to get to us. And uh, yeah, we'll get your questions in the next podcast. Yeah, they've been really interesting so far. So it's been quite fun to mm. answer them. Tires are okay for plan B. Winner, loser, surprise. Still no jingle. No. Is this what needs a jingle? Yeah. yeah. Every week we forget. All right, so... Winner for Aust Austria. Austria is a great track. Before we go into this, I always forget this. We should do a little preview. Austria, Red Bull's home track, Red Bull Ring. Red Bull Ring, yep. Red Bull tend to be ridiculously fast there. They definitely target it as a track that they want to win. We'll see. You would, yeah. Yeah, home Grand Prix for them. Um, it's like Williams always target to win at Silverstone. Do they? I did. I just made that. <laughs> we haven't got the memo, have we? <laughs> I mean, we haven't got the memo at all. Um, no, anyway, yeah, I, I do think, I, I actually really like this track. I think this is great. I've always said the track isn't just the actual shape of the track. It's the surrounding areas. And obviously this is in a mountain. You've got elevation changes. It's so scenic, yeah. Yeah, you also get weather that plays a part. I always think that's interesting as well. And it just, I don't know, always like the Red Bull Ring. I've always think it's great. It's not that many corners, so you can't get too much wrong. But it always produces good racing. Mm. 
So I'm quite looking forward to it. Are yeah. you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Should be good. Um, so who is your winner then? My winner is going to be Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, I mean, he got P3 this week. Mm. He's going to be pushing it and pushing it to see if he can get it in P1. I think I think that win is probably coming at some point now. It, yeah, so I'm just going to predict it, it until it happens. They, they would... <laughs> They would love to do it at Red Bull Ring as well. They would, because um, they're a bit petty. Yeah, and also I feel like Red Bull have done so well there for so long. Obviously, you might, and you'd put your money on Max to win it because Max is going to be annoyed about this week yeah. and he's going to come back fighting, he's going to yeah. come back swinging. And it's he likes probably like 90% chance that... I think that, it's even higher than that. I think it's 99% chance Max is going to win this, but I'm not going to go with Max no. because I don't want Max just to run away with the title. Although no, we want well, to make it interesting. So it's like last race that decides who's going to yeah, win. Yeah, that's what so we need to So we need to be more people to be winning these. And um, I'm going with the man of the moment at the moment, the one that's got a bit of momentum, and going with Carlos. You think Carlos is going to do it back-to-back? I don't, but I would like to see it. Yeah, I would like to see it too. <laughs> I, I generally think Max is going to win it, but I would love to see Carlos do it. And I just think, why not? He's He's got that first race win. Yeah. Hopefully that gives him a boost a little bit. The team will behind him. He's going to have a good week going into this because he's had a great weekend. You know, hopefully that he just knuckles down after that and just uses this as a platform just to push on. Yeah. So I've gone for Carlos and you've gone for Lewis as the race winners. Yeah. So then loser... Um, I've gone for Ocon. I feel like it's more because he's on a bit of a low trajectory at the moment. Just doesn't seem to be doing very well. So I feel that's a little bit harsh because I felt like I, obviously I predicted him as a loser this week, and he was very lucky to get back in the race. Yeah, from that damage, um, and obviously ended up retiring the car. But before that, he's been all right. He's been doing quite well. I think that Alonso's starting to get the better of him now, Maybe, though. Yeah, maybe it's because Alonso's doing a bit better that you just think, hmm, I don't know. I just thought... But it's funny. The drivers that were doing really well at the beginning are sort of losing their way a little bit. Leclerc. Yeah. Magnussen. Bottas. Yeah. Russell, even this weekend. Like, you know, Ocon was doing well. Their form seems to have dipped now. Mm. And their teammate seems to be coming through a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see Ocon struggling again. I do Cause think... Because if you look at... Sorry, I just interrupted you there. That's but right. No. Today's podium, you had um, Sainz, Checo and Lewis, who were the three... They weren't that great at the beginning of the season. No, they were Think about it. Their teammates were all better at the yeah. beginning of the season. Russell being really good at the beginning. Yeah. Um, Max and, and Leclerc. So, yeah. Yeah. Moving on to my loser. <laughs> I've gone massively bold here because this is not going to happen because Red Bull are probably going to get a one-two. But I've gone for Red Bull. I'm just going to have a... They're going to be losers. I just think they might get a double DNF. Right. Or at that least bad. Max yeah. might, might have another bad weekend. Just purely because I feel like where with Russell this weekend, it's the one weekend that you go, you circle and go, I want to do well there. That's my home Grand Prix. Yeah. And this year, anyone that's wanted to do well with the Grand Prix, their home race... It's not gone well. No. I feel like this might just continue now. Yeah. So I feel like Red Bull, there might be a bit of a curse. The 2022 curse. Fechner's curse. With no F1. one at home yeah. in the home race does well. Yeah. yeah. So I've gone for Red Bull, although I'm pretty sure that's going to be massively wrong. Okay. And surprise? Surprise! I've got a bold again. My, my prediction, I'm not, if I get any of these right, I'll be amazed. Um, I've gone for Ricardo to be ahead of Lando. Mm, that's interesting. In, in the race. In the race. In the race, because I think 
That also counts if if Lando gets a DNF or something and Ricardo finishes, I'm still taking that. Yeah. Even if fine. he's like 15th. Yeah. I'm still taking that. Yeah, that's fine. But I just think Ricardo will beat Lando. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. Um, my surprise is Albon because um, I think they had upgrades this week, which we weren't really able to see how well that they performed. Mm. They've gone down the Red Bull route, similar to Aston Martin. I think that might be a bit of performance there. Yeah, the, the noise that's is what coming I'm going to assume. So I'm going to say that Albon's going to do quite well next week and we'll all be surprised. I'm not going to know exactly where he's going to be, but I'm going to go points and not just P10, maybe like P8, well, P7. The thing is that I was thinking about this, right? So Albon's car was written off, wasn't it? Or it was quite badly damaged. Yeah. So have the upgrades gone, right? So I haven't got those upgrades because they're damaged. So then if they get upgrades, maybe they bring in one set of upgrades to Austria as well. Do you give that to Albon or Latifi now? Right. Do you see what I mean? Because but, in my head, I would go... But how damaged was his car? I don't know. Uh, pretty bad. He went straight into the pit wall. He turned yeah. it like 90 degrees right and went straight into the pit wall. Depends. Yeah, it depends on what what they had to... I mean, they're so sensitive, these cars as well. So part of me is going, if, if they haven't got both of them because of the damage that Albon's car took... How do you play that then? Do you give it to Latifi? Latifi had a good weekend. Do you support him? I guess you would. Uh, and also, Alvin had a chance with the yeah the upgrades as well. So I'm a bit like, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I think I'll, it's like a team decision, though, isn't it? So you'd it really like to depends. think that they would have them for both cars, but it's only a week's turnaround. That's quite that, that might not be possible. We don't know. Mm, yeah. Sorry, I'm just throwing doubt into your prediction here now. Oh no, I'm keeping my prediction. Good on you. Did you say points? Yeah, so trying to make me doubt it. <laughs> so, I think that's everything for today before uh, Jumbo makes me change my mind. Mm, um, sorry. If you uh, want to get in contact with us, uh, YouTube and Instagram are good places. Yep. Um, you can listen to the podcast anywhere or even on our website. Anything else? Obviously, we didn't do fantasy this week, but if you want to join the fantasy league, there is a link in the description as well. Yeah. I think you've got everything else right. Great. I think we're done. Yes. I think we're done, everyone. Obviously, have a good week, everyone. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's still going to be buzzing off this last race because it was really good. Hopefully, Austria is good, and uh, we will do a race review for that next week. Mm-hmm. Take care, everyone. See ya. Tires are okay for plan B.